Release. Set free. Allow to move, act, or flow freely. Hi, folks, and welcome to another episode of Another Way. I'm KJ Bell. I always say it like that. It's always funny. So today we're talking about releasing. Last week's episode was all about truth, and a great deal of it was devoted to that idea of the subjective truths that we might be holding on to, that might be hurting us. If you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you go, to go back and do it, just so you know what the heck I'm talking about before you continue with this one. See continuity here, people. I'm going for something. I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a story, people. I work with a musician um, who is a pianist. I work with a pianist who deals with uh, some confidence issues, clearly. And I've worked with this person for a long time now, and they are constantly apologizing for the way that they play. They're constantly talking about themselves negatively and about their abilities. And I was talking to a mutual friend, mutual somebody else who works with the same musician. And it was right around Christmas. And this friend of mine that I was talking to said that this musician I work with told her on Christmas Eve that it had been 40 years since that person was told that they were an awful musician and that they would never amount to anything and that they were horrendous. That person had been hanging on to that for 40 years. That's a big subjective truth that caused a lot of damage to that person. And it's clear with everybody who, is, who works with this person in that negative self-talk and that constant apologizing and it just it kills me <laughs> because that I think that this person could have had a much better career if they had not if they had been able to let go of that comment by that one person and this shows how simultaneously powerful we can be as people and uh, how fragile we can be because we can destroy somebody with one comment that we say and we can be destroyed by one comment that somebody says. And it's like I talked about last week. Often those comments that destroy us might not be meant by the way, the way that we took them. And I'll give you an example that I, I talk about with my own voice students constantly. Because the problem that you have, teach I teach uh, instruments, I teach violin and viola, and I teach voice, I teach people to sing. And the problem that I have with vocalists that I don't have with instrumentalists is that the vocalists are the instrument. If a violin makes a scratchy noise... You can blame the bow. You can blame the strings. 
If a clarinet squeaks, you can blame the reed. If we crack or squeak or do something odd as a vocalist, we can't blame anything outside of ourselves. And that has created this culture amongst singers where they are so sensitive. And you talk to any professional instrumental musician and they will <laughs> that has dealt with singers, and they will tell you that a lot of the stereotypes are true. Because we do, as singers, we have such a... Uh, we're, we're very neurotic in a lot of ways, and one of those ways is that um, we tend to absorb criticisms about our performances as criticisms against ourselves. And I'm not saying instrumentalists don't do that, too. I'm just saying it's far more common in vocalists. So I have to tell my students all the time, um, if I tell you that you're flat, it does not mean that you're a bad person. It just means that you're flat and that we need to fix it. That's all it means. But a lot of the times we hear, you're flat, you need to bring the pitch up. And we, and I'm not saying that we go, oh, he called me a bad person. Just something inside of us goes, oh, we're a bad person because we're flat and we can't sing. I'm telling you people, it's that subjective truth thing I was talking about last week. It can wreak havoc. So a lot of the times those comments that we are hanging on to that can destroy us, are not meant to do so. Sometimes they clearly are. Sometimes they clearly are. Sometimes people will will hurl insults like that at you because they are um, insecure themselves. Or, you know, sometimes people are just jerks. I'm just going to say it. Sometimes people are assholes. That's all it is. And... We can't absorb that too much. There is a difference between constructive criticism and uh, just plain old criticism. And I know tons of people that I've worked with throughout the years who cannot take constructive criticism. And sometimes constructive criticism is harsh. Constructive criticism is harsh. Sometimes constructive criticism is harsh, but it is what you need to hear. But that's not really what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about releasing those things. How do we do so? One thing that I say all the time and I write down all the time to remind myself is that silence is deadly, but yelling is unproductive. Listening is the key to everything. And that includes listening to ourselves and how or why or where we're hurting. And sometimes we don't know those things exactly. We just know that there is pain and we don't know what caused it or why it's happening or what, you know. We don't know the whys and the hows. We just know that there is. And so that's where we have to do our own self-exploration through, you guessed it, writing practice or morning pages or both. Or whatever you do to kind of break down your, your own identity and find yourself. But that's what I use, and I think it's good for just about everybody. And this takes time, and it takes practice. Because here's the thing about the things that we hang on to. Those are learned behaviors. Those hurts are 
learned behaviors. Another Eckhart Tolle thing I read the other night, if you watched, listened to last episode, you know I'm in the middle of a book of his. Um, did I say watch the last episode? Whatever. You, you meant what I knew. Uh, one thing that he talks about is how emotions are the body's reaction to a thought. And I love the, I, I love that. I love the image of it, actually, that you can hear a thought in your head and your body will have a physical reaction and that's what the emotion is. And the fact, the idea that you can change the emotion behind something by attempting to change the physical reaction is fascinating to me. But the the things that we hang on to and the way that we revisit them, we've learned to do that. It's a it's a process that we have ingrained in ourselves. And if there's anything that I know from studying from being a music student and a music teacher, it's that it is so much easy it is so much harder to undo something that you have learned wrong than it is to learn it the right way the first time. And of course, if we were living in an ideal world and we all had were well adjusted we wouldn't have we wouldn't be hanging on to things because we'd let go of them the first time. We'd let it roll off like water off a duck's back. Shout out to Jinx Monsoon, RuPaul's Drag Race winner season five. But we're not. <laughs> we're not perfect. We're not all well adjusted. Even well adjusted people, I don't I think have things that they have to hang on to and and get rid of and you know deal with. But they're well-adjusted because they do that. But anyway, it's not easy to undo 40 years in the, in this person that I was talking about. In her case, 40 years worth of that negative self-talk, of that um, the, those emotions that come up from those incidents that hurt you. It's not easy to overcome those things. It takes constant work. But there is a baby step we can take to start flexing the muscle right now. And I'm going to talk about it after I talk about our sponsors. See what I did there? That's, yeah. It's, a, it's what we call a tease. And I just hit the crap out of my hand on my desk. <sighs> Sorry. You totally needed to know that. This is good radio. So this podcast is brought to you by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective of uh, artists on the web at greatgrandprojects.com. Featuring, oh boy, maybe I should give up and start over. Featuring the blog Floating Words by the poet T.H. Bradshaw. T.H. Bradshaw is a good friend of mine and has some wonderful poems on there that are featured nowhere else. So you should go and check it out at greatgrandprojects.com. Podcast is also brought to you by Horizon Creative Studio, the home of Another Way, where you can go and check out uh, my links to learn more about me and my teaching philosophy. You can check out links to my music teaching and information about uh, workshops that I do with Another Way and what else is on there? Uh, cool stuff. 
lots of cool stuff. So go check it out. The podcast, you can listen to podcast episodes on there. So yeah, you can do that. Greatgrandprojects.com, horizoncreativestudio.com. So we're back. We're going to talk about that baby step that we can do to start practicing releasing. Are you ready for this? I need a drum roll. Can you hear that? I was trying to make a drum roll on my desk. I'll stop. Um, We can breathe. And it feels so dramatic the way that I'm saying that, but I'm sure some of you are like, what? What do you mean? We can breathe. We often forget to breathe. We don't we don't deal with our breath more than we need to to survive a lot of the time. But it is the most grounding thing that we have about us. It is literally perpetual and the thing that keeps us alive. If we stop, we will literally die. And I talk about it so much because I, again, I teach voice. I teach people to sing. And I've learned so much from that work, just about the breath in general. If we're not thinking about the breath, which we don't a lot of the time because it is one of those unconscious processes that if we think about it too much can go wrong. And, you know, we have to not think about it in order to, you know, go about our lives and do everything throughout our day but if we go back to the breath and if we go back to thinking about the breath it can ground us more than pretty much anything else so the breath is so important and it's also crucial to think about in connection with many forms of art if you think about you know dance or singing or Playing most instruments, you have to think about your breath. But um, even the ones you don't, if you don't think about your breath, it, it affects things. I say this as a string player. It's crucial in so many ways, and not just to survive. And here's the thing I noticed when I really started to study voice. Because I was a violinist long before I started singing, really. I mean, I always sang it as a shower and stuff, you know, like like you do. But it wasn't until I started singing that I noticed how much tension I was carrying in my body as a violinist and how breathing helped to release that. And it it really has, it could take its, its physical toll on the body. I have several uh, issues with my body and I'm, you know, only in my, you know, I'm not yet 30. And I have some pretty significant back issues from tension that I have built up as a as a string player. Whereas if I had been more conscious of my breath, I don't think they would be as bad. You know, it was it's an it's a posture issue, so it's not completely related to just tension, but I don't think it would be as bad as it is. And it doesn't hurt as bad if I'm thinking about the breath. One of the first places I noticed it was was something I was doing with my arm. I was holding my arm in a way, my left arm, in a way that made it really hard to play certain passages of music. And once I realized that was happening, I found that I could just focus on that arm, and I, if I took a breath, it immediately released itself. 
And you might be thinking, why am I talking about this and the physicality of the breath when I was talking about releasing, you know, issues, <laughs> releasing physical, uh, emotional, psychic pain? It's because the, the skills transfer. They do. I'm telling you people, they do. And the other thing is, too, that it's important to think of the physicality of this, because like I said, there's that idea of emotions being a physical reaction to a thought. So your emotions are a physical thing, and therefore, negative thoughts you have can manifest physically. And, you know, say what you will about this. There there are various things, but I really do think that that sort of negative self-talk can manifest itself in things like depression. And I think it goes so far as it could manifest as cancer, quite honestly. I'm not going to cite you any scientific sources because I don't know any off the top of my head, but I'm sure there might be some out there. I don't know. The point is, what we're doing here is we're practicing the skill of releasing when we go to the breath. Whenever I feel myself kind of becoming overwhelmed and spiral spiraling off I always try to bring it back to my breath and just breathe for a minute or two because that helps me to ground and calms me down one thing I always talk about with my with my students anytime they have a performance I tell them that they have to breathe before they start singing and I know that sounds like well duh but I'm not talking about you inhale and then you start singing. I'm not talking about, ah, uh, I'm not talking about that breath. I'm talking about the breath they take before the breath to sing. They have, to, I tell them every time, take a breath, go, and then take your inhalation to start singing. Because that simple action, can you already hear my voice dropped? And I got a little calmer. And I'm not even tense right now, but it did slow me down just taking that breath. It is amazing the difference that it can make for your nerves. I did this thing the other night in the town where I live where it, it's, a, it's a fundraiser and it's a competition based on the voice, you know, the, the singing competition on NBC. So I was one of the judges. So I got to sit in a chair and listen to people sing. And then when I liked them, I got to turn around and then fight with the judges. And we had so many good singers for the show and so many nervous singers. And, you know, we, we give comments, but after all of the singers and blah, blah, blah. And after about the third or fourth one that I just heard, the nerves in their voice as they were singing. I talked about that breath thing. And then I said, and to you people backstage, if you can hear me, you gotta breathe a little better and take this breath and calm yourselves down. And I'm telling you, there was a difference after I said that. Oh, excuse me. There was a difference after I said that. It was, it's amazing, but it, it really is. So we're practicing this skill. If you can release and kind of calm yourself down and bring yourself back to the moment with the breath, you can help yourself get over almost anything. And again, you might have things that need to be dealt with with a therapist. 
And again, therapy is not the enemy here. But there's a lot that you can do on your own. And the key is not to try to take on too much at once. Because I think we do this in a lot of areas, especially if we're creative people, I think. We tend to kind of see the see where we want the end result to be. And it's easy for us because we can visualize it. And we want to be there immediately. But we don't think about the millions of tiny little steps in between. We see a mile away and we don't think about the inches. And you might say that it's it's stupid to focus on an inch when you have to go a mile. But if you go one inch, that's one less inch. You're one inch closer to the end of that mile. And so that's what I'm talking about when I'm telling you to focus on your breath. Just focus on the breath. And every time you do that, it's you're increasing the muscle that you need to be able to deal with bigger issues, to be able to release bigger things. If you can just release all of the tension in your body right now, you can start to release some of those other things. So do this for me. Just take a breath. Do it again. Now I held a little bit at the top of that, but you don't have to. In and out. Just in and out. And this is where meditation comes in super handy. You don't even have to change the breath. You just have to notice it at first. You don't have to change the issues that are hurting you. You don't need to change the things that you want to release. You just have to notice them at first. Just acknowledge them. If you just name it, that is an incredibly powerful step. Just naming something. Oh, I'm hanging on to judgment. I'm hanging on to fear. I'm hanging on to this comment that my fifth grade teacher said to me. Name that thing and then take a breath. And suddenly I feel like I'm doing a meditation track. Which I guess in a, in a sense I am. Hopefully you feel a little less tense in the body right now. You might not even notice have noticed the tension before we started talking about it. But if you can just do a little bit of that every day, it will make you a stronger person and therefore a stronger artist. I'm going to leave you with one more idea about breath. And I thought we might make it through an entire mention, an entire episode without me mentioning writing down the bones, but it's just not to be. (laughs) 
there's a poet friend of Natalie Goldberg's that talks about how when you write or when you create, when you do your art, you are giving your breath. You're not giving necessarily your ideas or the words. You're giving your breath. And I love that idea. And just bring it back to what I'm talking about. If you're holding your breath, you cannot give it. If you are hanging on to things that are blocking you, you cannot give the breath of your art or yourself. So start to let those things go. You should be able to check out the Horizon Creative Studio uh, YouTube page or the, or the website to find some things about breathing. Hoping to have a video up about breathing soon that applies not just to singing but to everything I'm talking about if you want to get more control of your over your breath. So you should be able to check that out. Uh, check out Horizon Creative Studio. Subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes. Give us a rating or a comment or something. Give us some love. Uh, you can follow me, KJ Bell, on the Twitter tweeting at that KJ Bell. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for today. Get out there and do some breathing, people. Just breathe in and out. <sighs>